Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, guys, listen to me. Do you want to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed? Well, if you don't, you should, because listen, there is an orgasm gap, okay? Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. And that's why you need to use Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray is clinically proven to make you last longer in bed, and it's not gonna transfer to your girl. And for your girl, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's my personal fave. They have buzzing gel. They have lube and condoms and sex toys and supplements that are gonna make you hornier. They have everything you need for a really fun night of SEX. And just because you're listening to my show, you're going to get 15% off your whole order. Not just one item, your whole order. I love those deals, okay? So order up because you're going to get 15% off everything. When you go to delayspray.com and use my code strictlyanon15. That's strictlyanon15. Use it at delayspray.com or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, this is a call-in show where people call up and tell me like their naughty secret lives while remaining anonymous. I change everybody's voices. Everybody calls in and makes up a name. You could call me from an anonymous number. I don't need to know that kind of information. Just want to hear your true story. So if you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or go to Instagram or Twitter. Follow me there at strict anonymous and you could DM me there if you want to be on the show. So on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at strict anonymous. You could DM me there if you want to be on the show. I also have a call in confessions line. It's kind of like an audition line too, a little bit because some people who want to be on the show and they tell me their confession and then they give me their email at the end, I do wind up contacting them and say, hey, why don't you come on the show and tell me this, you know, in a bigger story thing. So, you know, you could always call into my confessions line if you have a short confession that you want to leave or if you want to leave like a short version of your longer story, see if I'd be interested in having you on the show. That number is 347 420 3579 347-420-3579. All of this information on how to be on the show, how to call into the confession line is in the description. So you don't need to remember it. You could call that hotline anytime, 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, call back. Today I have on Haley and Haley is currently a hot wife. Her guy's like a true cuck, but it didn't start out that way, okay? This story started out with affairs on his end, then a threesome with the affair person, and then an affair on her end, and then opening up their relationship and screwing other people. And then, you know, they were really able to eventually hone in on exactly what they were both into, which is her fucking guys with really big dicks, you know, and then coming home to him. <laughs> He's a true cuck in that he loves that little bit of humiliation that he gets that his girl is with a guy that is way bigger. She never really understood the whole big dick thing. But once she had one, 
she realized it and now that's what she's down for. That's who she sees. That's what she does. She's a true hot wife. Like I told you, she tells some hot stories. She tells, she talks like one bad story. I always like a bad story that went wrong. She tells one of those, but she uh, talks about what who she likes, who, you know, what, what she looks for. And we get the whole backstory, like I said, of how they got to the place where they are now, which is a hot wife, a cuck husband, totally open, totally happy. She sent me in anonymous pics of herself. So if you want to get a visual on Haley, join my Patreon. My Patreon is just $5 a month. You get anonymous pics of most of my guests. You get these episodes early, ad-free. You get anonymous confessions. You get cutting room floor episodes. That's a new thing that I'm doing on my Patreon. There are some people that call in and like for one reason or another, I decide to never air that episode. I have more of those now than ever because I just have so many people calling in. So you get exclusive episodes there. But like I said, they're cutting room floor episodes, all of that good stuff. $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. So log on to see, join up, sign up to see Haley. Okay. Because there's some good pictures of her there. You'll get a visual to this story, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is in the description. So anyway, I'm gonna be right back on with Haley. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi Haley, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today all the way in Australia? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I love your accents. Do you guys like our accents or do we sound like <laughs> shit to you? I mean, is it is it always like the nah, grass is nah. greener on the other side? Like everyone <laughs> likes someone else's accent or do you love your accent as much as I do? <laughs> oh, look, I think my husband says that I sound a bit like a Jack Russell. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> Is your husband American? No, like, I, I love the American accent. I think it's great. You do? Is your husband American or is he Australian too? Because we're going to be talking no, about No, he's him. Aussie. Okay. So now, yeah. you know, you have a, a long, interesting story because you would say you're a hot wife. You would say your guy is a cock. You've been together since the dawn of time. But how you got to the place where, you know, you guys are now in an open marriage is an interesting one because it started out with like an affair and some affair. And then there was more affairs. Then there was threesomes. And then there was opening up the relationship. And here you are today. So... You know, why don't you start off where things change? I mean, did you go like because you've been together since the dawn of time? Did you start off like very monogamous? And how long did that period of your life go for? I think so. Yeah, we got together when we were 17. So we were very young. Neither of us had really been with I think I had been with one other person and he had been with one or mm-hmm. two other people. Mm-hmm. And we we got married quite young as well. We were 21 when we got married and I grew up in a pretty, like, religious home and so you would never talk about sex or anything like that. It was taboo. Mm-hmm. And, like, after we got married, we used to, like, just have, like, parties at our place and, you know, people would get drunk and everyone would end up naked and we would probably, like, we'd go skinny dipping and play strip poker and all sorts of crazy stuff and nothing. I think it was only, like, there was one occasion where we had, like, a bit of a partner swapping thing happen right when we were drunk and blur right yeah I get it yeah like just never never anything sober or anything and then that happened once and then we sort of had kids and then so it was 10 years ago when we had two children that my husband went to the pub and he met this girl there and started having an affair with her after that Mm -hmm. and I don't know, just being a woman, I just kind of had a feeling that there was something going on and then randomly like I checked his Facebook one day and there was this message that came up from this girl saying, you know, I miss you, which was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, like I got it out of him that he had been sleeping with this girl for quite some time and he'd actually brought her to our house and been like, oh, this is my friend, I met her at the pub. And it was, you know, so he'd brought her to the house. Oh, my God. It was so weird. And then then I found out about the affair and then I sort of asked him about it and he was like, you know, he wouldn't really tell me anything about it. He didn't want to talk about it and he still wanted to keep talking to her. And so then I rang her and she told me everything that happened between them because 
he wasn't going to. And then I guess after a few weeks I said to him, well, you know, you can keep seeing her. Like I'll just, you know, it makes you happy, whatever, you know, we'll just see what happens type thing. And then, I don't know, one thing sort of led to another and then we ended up having a a threesome with her. Yeah, but how does that happen? Okay, it's like, I know it's 10 years ago, so it's hard to maybe remember exactly, but it's such a like a, it's such a leap from one thing to another. Like here you are, I mean, maybe because of the kids, you know, and you have to like kind of explain because, you know, here you are a woman married to this guy, you have two kids, like, you know, your guy like was having an affair. It wasn't even a one-time thing that he copped to. You kind of caught him. He had introduced you to the girl. So there's like massive betrayal. You know, you decide yeah. to be like, okay, you could keep seeing her. Let me ask you that that leap first. How were you able to get past it so easily and just say, hey, keep continuing to see her? I think because it's, it's so it's so weird and there's so many emotions that went along with it. But it was like, you know, it's betrayal, it's hurt, it's anger. And then at the same time, I'm like, well... You know, he didn't really want to get married when we were young. I kind of pushed him into it, I suppose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so in a way, I guess I probably felt a bit like, oh, well, this is his way of having some fun because, you know, I made him settle down so early type thing, even though I didn't make him. Right, right, Um, right. You kind of looked at it from his point of view. Yeah, I kind of, I looked at it from his point of view and it made him happy and he was like a better husband because he was more caring obviously he felt so guilty so he was like really nice to me you know (laughs) yeah so so I guess I kind of was like you know I'm busy with the kids and if this makes him happy sort of thing I just wanted him to be happy I guess in a way and so then when he like he so he was seeing her again and then I was like well I want to see what this is like like I want to see it with my own eyes you know like you and her together and it was you know I just wanted to see it I decided Mm -hmm. and so then we organized that she would come over and we had a few drinks and then she and I sort of started getting it on a bit and then one like one thing led to another and then we ended up in the bedroom and then you know I saw them two together Mm -hmm. so so that happened a few times and then it sort of got to the stage where I wanted it to end then. I was over it. I didn't want them to be to, to you know, him to continue this relationship with oh, her. Oh, interesting. Him, you know, I just, I, I felt like I was done and wanted him to be done. And so then the thing with those two kind of fizzled out, which was fine. And then life was sort of pretty boring, well, not boring, but, you know, pretty vanilla, I suppose. Right. But stop right there, because I just have some questions about <laughs> this part of the story that you just blew past, too. I know there's a lot here because eventually the other stuff happens. But you, yeah. you know, first of all, how was it seeing him with that girl? Was it like super hot for you? And you're like, wow, that's interesting. Or was it like, did it trigger you at all? Because like, this was the person that was having an affair with your husband. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, it was so hot. Right. That's what I'm well. saying. So it was hot, but it was kind of both. It but, was. Yeah. Right. But you were able to kind of turn that feeling and all that negativity about their situation and funnel it into your horniness and call and and that work for you yeah exactly Mm -hmm. that's exactly how how it happened and I guess it was only you know because it went on for a few months then after I'd found out about it you know the novelty sort of wore off and then I think I I started to think about things a lot and it just made me it triggered me a bit Oh, okay. So I get it. I mean, and I think that that's like very real life. Like here you are someone that was able to be like, yeah, I could sweep this under the rug. Maybe that was the right thing. Yeah, exactly. uh, And I'm fine with this. Go continue to see her. And then he's seeing her and you're now you're curious and maybe you have some weird horniness about it. So you're like, I'm going to get involved. And now you're involved and it's like fucking hot because it's so dirty and wrong. And this is the girl that fucked your husband and every supercharge. And then when that all goes away and you've had your fill, you're like, wait a second, this is fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Now I don't want you to see her. Fuck off. Yeah, I totally get it. 
yeah, exactly. I was like, we're done. This is over. Yeah, right no now. more. <laughs> yeah, I kind of could under I could understand it that way. It was harder for me to understand it the way you were telling it before. But I know you have to get to like all the good stuff. Yeah. But you know that I could understand that emotional roller coaster that you went on from your perspective. You know, it was so anyway. So now yeah. you could go on with Shreem. So then after, I think it was, and then it was, it would have been a good three years and we had another, another two kids, would you believe? And then I picked up his phone one day, which I don't ever do, but I just had this gut feeling that there was something weird going on. And I found all these text messages on his phone and it was saved under a different number, a different name, but it was her. He'd been speaking to her again. Oh no. And what was. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he had been speaking to her because she had been in a relationship with um, a guy and he had been having an affair with someone and she found out about it. So she had called my husband to be like, you know, it's 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 my, it's I'm getting what I deserve because of what I did to you and your wife and blah, blah, blah. And he says that it was just like a friendship kind of – they were talking on a friendship level. Yeah. But – for me, I couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed because I had said, "Don't talk to her again. She's out of our life. I don't want to. I don't want you to speak to her. I don't want you to see her." Mm-hmm. And he had been talking to her on the phone for like three months. Oh wow! And had been hiding it from me. Mm-hmm. Then one day we went out for lunch, and we never go out for lunch together. And his phone rang, and it was her ringing whilst we were going out for lunch. <laughs> And he didn't answer the phone, obviously. Anyway, he just couldn't understand why I was so angry and why I was so upset with him after that. And I kind of just got to this point where I was, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about my feelings. He doesn't respect me. I don't care anymore type thing. Yeah. So then, you know, like I just had a a baby and I'd sort of, been looking after myself and was feeling a lot better about myself and I noticed that this co-worker of mine was showing me a bit of attention and noticed that he was he seemed quite attentive and he would send me messages that asked me how I was and I was like oh yeah like I think I think he's flirting with me I think I think he might be a bit all right you know Mm -hmm. and then I went sort of messaged him and then I was I went to a girlfriend's house for a few wines and I sent him a message and I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just at home. And I said, oh, I might come over. And so I'd had a few wines and I went to his house and he was actually in bed when I got to his house. And so I just said, well, I'm coming inside and I went and jumped into his bed with him. And the next thing you know, I was half naked and I had like his big penis in my hand which I had never oh yeah ever I forgot about this angle yeah the size like painting, it was yeah. it was huge I'd never seen a penis that big because my <laughs> husband's not very big at all <laughs> and I was just like how big by this thing. yeah 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 how big it would, be, <laughs> it would probably be eight inches and like quite girthy right 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 like and uh, my friends had always talked about how big cocks were amazing and I was always like, nah, they would hurt. They'd be no good. Nah, nah, not interested. Yeah. You know, because I'd never experienced a big cock before. Mm-hmm. And so he made me come like three times in that night and, you know, it was like an amazing experience for me because it was just like, just like carefree and fun and yeah, I'd never experienced any sex like that in my life. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. 
Are you loving this episode because you love hot stories? Don't we all kind of love a hot story? I know I'm totally turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. From straight stories to straight hookup stories to queer stories and more, Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, as well as written stories. And you want to know what my favorite thing about Dipsy is? Their jump to the action button. That's right. If you are super horny and in a hurry and just want to get right to it, there's a button you could push and it's going to take you right to the part where the action starts. So you could get right to it. So what are you waiting for? Go download the Dipsy app. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. You're also like cheating for the first time in your life. And so do you have any sort of guilt about it right after? Or are you kind of like feel good because you was like payback? Yeah, yeah, for me, it was 100%. This is revenge. He deserves this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're revenge fucking. Yeah, revenge fucking. And I didn't feel bad about it at all Mm -hmm. until I got caught. (laughs) Oh, no, he caught you? These are the little details I don't know, I think. (laughs) Yeah, so so my husband caught me because obviously I'm not too good at hiding things. And he just knew, he just knew from the way that I was acting that I was, you know, up to something. So how does your husband catch you? Because he knew this guy. This guy lives down the road. And he was a friend of ours. And because I had been messaging him. Oh, okay. So he saw you guys. So he was blowing up your phone. Constantly, like messaging me all the time. So so then it was sus, you know, and then I was acting sus. And so then I wasn't going to tell him, but he like baited me into telling him what had happened. Then he was like, oh, well, you can go and you can like you can go and fuck him one more time type thing you know because then we'll be even but then when push came to shove he he wasn't he wasn't cool with that at all Mm -hmm. so then I never got to have a second go with the guy that ended but how was your was your guy able to get over the fact that you now had cheated on him was it kind of like you both were like all right we're even I think I think for him he was really angry. He was far more angry than I thought he would be because I don't think he ever thought that I would do something like that to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so for him, he was, I've never seen him that angry. And he was so, so angry with me. And it was a really, really hard time. But then at the same time, you know, like I was saying with that, with with the girl that he had slept with and how it kind of turned me on, even though it was so upsetting you know, too. it was yeah. so taboo to have me mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. and he kind of said he felt the same way like thinking about me being fucked by this big guy with this big cock you know mm-hmm. and so after a few months he you know there was obviously a lot of hard times that we went through but after a few months he said hey like there's this there's this adult website on you know on the internet and you can go on there and you can find people that are you know, looking for a bit of playtime on the side or whatever, you know, like an online dating thing for Mm -hmm. adults. Mm -hmm. So my husband actually put us on these these two sites Mm -hmm. and was trying to find a guy, like for For me, to fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you were down. Yeah, well, at at first I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, no way. And... Then I was like, oh, yeah, once I had a look on there, I thought, yeah, this could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And and so then obviously like I was looking for, you know, we were looking for someone for me, but at the time he was also looking for like a girl to play with as well. Oh, okay. So you were both going to now cross the line and, you know, be more open in that he could screw girls, you could screw guys. Were you looking for guys with big dicks now or now you like suddenly a size queen because of that one experience? Yeah, I didn't want anything small after 
after that. I definitely right. knew that I was going to be a science queen. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, and they had to be girthy too. That yeah, was yeah. super important to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so the first, uh, I'm trying to think then the first time. So then that was, you know, that was a few months later. Mm-hmm. And so then. I had this experience with this guy that I'd met on there and he was quite he was quite big as well and it was quite an interesting story because it turns out that we actually went to the same high school as each other you know because it's a small world I guess you know we really hit it off and we had a really good time and he he came through with the goods he was well hung <laughs> he was well hung yeah yeah so I think I saw him like two or three times maybe mm-hmm. and at the, at the same time my husband had seen this other girl that was like you know probably not some someone that he would usually go for in the outside world but um you know he sort of hit it off with her and it was a case of well she's doing it so I may as well have some fun as well mm-hmm. so then then that happened and he had this one meet with a girl and then we sort of like got busy with life and kids and all that sort of thing and then we sort of didn't really go online for a little while and then maybe six months later he was like oh I really want to have a a threesome with you and another guy well let me ask you this go back to that first time because you both have like these really super hot experiences with other people would you bring those stories home to each other Oh, yeah, totally. Sorry, I forgot to tell you that. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, the deal is that we have to have, you know, video footage or photos to to show each other right. at this point right. when, we're, when we do this. So you were turned on by watching the – so what did he do and what did you do, photos or videos? Well, he didn't give videos or photos. Like, he I, – I wasn't really too fussed on that. I was happy with him just re- retelling the story to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. But for me, I had I had to give him – he, like, you know, men are so visual. They want – he really wanted videos and photos. So I would have to come home straight away and show him the videos and the photos and then he would want to fuck me and use me after I had been with another man. Mm-hmm. He liked that. And what about you? Did you find the stories of him with the other with that girl super hot? Not really. Like, I think I just sort of tolerated it so that I could get to have some fun, you know? Oh, interesting. So you weren't as into watching him with somebody else as, as he was watching you? No, mm-hmm. no. No. Okay. And still and still I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still I'm not. But he like he just loves it. He just can't get enough of seeing me with someone else. Right. So fast forward back to that p- moment you were just out again where he said, "Hey, let's set up a threesome for you to be with a guy and I'm going to be there." This is going to be the first time you have that kind of scenario. Cuz you had it with a girl, the yeah, threesome exactly. with a girl. Now this is the first threesome. Yeah, exactly. With a guy. Okay. Yeah. And so that was really yeah, this guy, this guy that we organized, we met him at a hotel. We'd met him online. Well, I yeah, I had met him online and been speaking to him on and off for a few months and then we organized to meet at a hotel and he was huge, like massive. Definitely massive. And I knew that it was going to be really good fun. I could just tell by the, you know, the messaging and stuff. Once you've been messaging people online for a while, you get pretty good at being able to tell, you know, how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. So we met at a hotel. My husband wasn't there yet. I met him first and we went and had a few drinks to start with. And, yeah, it was. I was super happy with the person that I had chosen for, for that. And then my husband got there and we sort of went out for dinner and then we went back to the hotel and we were sitting, we were all sitting in the room and I was sitting on the bed, sitting next to this other guy and my husband was sitting on the couch, just sitting there. And this guy that was sitting on the bed, he said, why don't you come and sit on my lap? And so he pulled me onto his lap and just started like making out with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was so hot and, like, he was kissing me and I was looking over at my husband who just had this, like, the look on his face was just crazy. He was just loving it. 
Okay. And now does he wind up, I mean, is he a true cuck in that he sits on the sideline and just watches in that first experience? Did you just fuck that guy or did your husband get involved? Like, what did that scenario look like? Yeah. So then, so he sat there for a while just watching while Mm -hmm. this guy like went down on me and then... While he, while this guy was going down on me, my husband put his cock in my mouth, and so I was giving him head at the same time. And so he was, he was kind of involved. And he, and um, when the guy, the guy would fuck me, and he would sit there and watch and sort of like play with himself while he was fucking me. Right. Yeah. Like he would just sit there and watch mostly. And then when this guy like had to have a break, obviously because he got tired, then he would come and fuck me. So that guy, that first experience now, does does your do then is that then what you guys proceed with after you finally realize what you guys are down for, which is this kind of experience? Does he continue to see other women? He saw one other woman after that. And then after that, we kind of just, well, we kind of came to the conclusion that like I wasn't really okay with him seeing other women because it kind of triggered me. Mm-hmm. But but he was totally okay with me seeing other men just as long as I, you know, don't exclude him from it, tell him all about it and take videos for him and share that experience with him. Mm-hmm. So did you continue to see that one guy or did you start to just find other guys online? Yeah, like I, I did see that other guy another time on my own without my husband, mm-hmm. but that was one other time and that was pretty, that was really fun, but probably not as fun as the first time oh, being you, like with my husband there. So you liked having your husband watching you? Well, I did like having him there with him and I think because I had met that guy with my husband, you know, it just seemed a bit strange without my husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we sort of... I don't know, I think we kind of, you know, there was like a few months went past after that and then it was like, well, you know, I'm I'm pretty, my husband, you know, he's pretty busy with his work and, and having kids, it makes it a bit hard to kind of get out together. And he's like, well, why don't you be a hot wife type thing? And I was like, what's a hot wife, you know? So then I had to Google it kind of to find out to figure out what a hot wife was hey wanna get erect and stay erect arouse yourself and your partner all at the same time then you need to get yourself the new and improved tenuto 2 by mystery vibe it is the only wearable vibrator designed for men with her in mind that's right it's not only going to turn you on while you're wearing it it's going to turn your partner on too And that's because there are four perfectly placed motors that are going to vibrate you in all the right places. And it's going to hit your girl's clit like no other vibrator out there. The Tenuto is flexible and it's the first vibrator that adapts to your penis for a comfortable fit no matter what your size. They have eight preset vibes, 16 intensities, and of course there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. The Tenuto is also perfect for solo play. Want a mind-blowing, hands-free orgasm? I mean, who doesn't, okay? Get yourself a Tenuto 2 by Mystery Vibe. Go to mysteryvibe.com right now, and you're going to get 15% off by using my code STRICTLY15. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. And the great thing about Mystery Vibe, if they're running a sale, you're going to get even more off. So go now. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, explain it because there's other people that don't know and sometimes it's so confusing. (laughs) Explain exactly what that means or that you found out what it means. Yeah. So I guess basically for us, like a hot wife is, is, is where the wife is able to go and you know, play with other other playmates or other men or other women and that's okay. The husband knows all about it and then it's all okay with the husband. Mm-hmm. So when you um, Googled it, were you like, so, yeah, I'm down for this? <laughs> you were into it. Yeah, I'm down for this. I'm, I'm totally down for this, definitely. <laughs> and so then obviously like with the, the online, you know, the online adult dating space, there's been – 
you know, quite a few people that I have met along the way, some really good stories, some that I would rather not ever repeat again. But, you know, for the most part, it's definitely been a really fun, exciting little secret hobby to have on the side. And now in these situations, do you typically see these people with or without your husband or does it vary? Without, yeah. Without. That's, is that what hot wifing is all about? Like you go out, you do it and you come home like, or does like, is the husband never there? Yeah. Yeah. For, for us, that's like he, the husband, my, he's not there. It's just me that goes and meets these guys. Right. And quite often I will meet them, you know, maybe three or four times. It wouldn't, it's usually not just a one-off. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just mainly because I guess for me, I... I have to also feel a bit of a connection with these people. Like I'm not just a, not just like a one night stand sort of, sort of a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you, do you tape these scenarios or photograph them or is it just depends on the guy? Yeah. Most of the guys are pretty good about letting you tape it. Like there was one, there's one guy that I've been seeing quite recently actually since last year and, like, he loves it. He loves to grab my phone and take footage of what he's doing to me. He just loves it. Right. And, you know, he gets really good angles and <laughs> and really enjoys being on camera, which is always really good. There's some guys that are like, oh, no, like, I don't really want to do that. But mo- for the most part, most of them are pretty pretty good about it. Well, and they know that you're a hot wife. That's the story going they in, know. right? Exactly. They know they're exactly. fucking some and guy's so wife and videotaping yeah. it. I'm sure that's so supercharged for certain people. Yeah. So, so a lot of guys really love it. They really get off on the fact that they're fucking some guy's wife and mm-hmm. that, you know, they've got a bigger cock than, than, than the wife's, you know, than this hot wife has at home. And that really turns them on. And does that aspect of it too turn your husband on? Yeah, 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 he really, it really gets him off. Like, you know, he's kind of into the the humiliation side of it too. I think he really, he really gets into it. Right. And so, when you're on these sites, you all like you're a hot wife looking for a guy who's well hung. I mean, that's a part of your criteria. Is that what it's all about for you? Yes, definitely. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, it's got to be different to what I get at home. What? How many guys have you seen since you guys have been playing around? I mean, do you typically stay with the same guy or you have a lot of different ones? Um, so it, like in the last few years, like I've counted, <laughs> I've counted them and there's probably been like 10, I would say, uh-huh. in, in the space of maybe 2000, when was 2017. So yeah, like five, four or five years, yeah. Now, let me ask you, have you ever, because you don't see them as one-offs, you typically continue to see them over time. Have you ever had a, like, copped feelings for anyone? Are you ever worried about that? Not really. I I think that I always go into it knowing what it is. I mean, listen, I don't think that that happens to most people. You just never know. I just was wondering if it did. Yeah, I I don't know. Like there is definitely, you know, some of them that that you, you know, you get along really well and you often think, oh, this is really easy. But, you know, at the end of the day, the only way that this sort of arrangement really works successfully, I suppose, is if you maintain that level of this is just what it is sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And now has it strengthened your marriage? I think it has, yeah. I think I I think that it's kind of like it's let like the wild in me out, which sounds really funny, but it's like I just feel more content and more happy in my life because I kind of have this, you know, this secret <laughs> this secret crazy thing that happens. Right, between you and your husband, nobody knows. Do any of your girlfriends know? My I've got a girlfriend that kind of knows a few stories, but she doesn't she's not she doesn't know everything. Right. I think her head would spin off if she knew everything. 
Right. And so, you, I mean, do you have a guy you're playing with now? Do you want to tell me some of those, the great stories? I know that you said there's some stories that you wouldn't want to uh, tell because they were bad. I sometimes like a kind of story that goes bad. Sometimes they're funny, but I don't know how, what, you know, if you want to tell uh, some I of the good tell, ones, some I of the bad ones. A... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you a bad story if you like, like for a laugh. So, so I met this guy online and then we'd, we'd plan to go out for dinner and then see what happened. So we, we met at this pub and then we had dinner, but he was doing some intermittent fasting thing and so he wasn't eating. So he just sat there and watched me eat, Yeah, which was really, really strange. And then like on my profile, I sort of say, you know, like can't be a smoker or anything like that because I personally don't smoke and so that's one of my criteria along with a big cock and he we got outside of this pub and he got that lit up a cigarette and I was like oh okay and then we ended up going back to his house and I walked in the door and there was this massive big samurai sword on the wall and all you could smell was like, I don't know if, you, if I'm allowed to say it or not, but like all I could smell was marijuana. Like it was a grow house. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I had gone to. Right. And <laughs> there was, you know, there was all this smoking paraphernalia in the house and I was like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into? Oh, my God, hilarious. And then at that point, at that point I kind of felt like it had gone too far and I had to you know, follow through with what I had said I was going to do. But I was pretty lucky in the fact that he couldn't get it up and so it was over so I could leave. Right, because you weren't into him. You were turned off. He had... I wasn't. No, I was so turned off and I felt, I kind of felt a bit unsafe. So I was pretty glad when that kind of didn't happen. Yeah, but tell me some of the good stories. Oh, so the good stories, I mean... There's like, there was one that I saw really recently and I'd met him online and he's a little bit younger than me and we met at a pub and then we went back to his house and like he had just got the most perfect cock I have ever seen. It's just like beautiful and perfect size and he was able to like fuck me for hours. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing. It was just so good. Now, is your guy like a cleanup guy? Like, does he like to, when you come home, like, do you, you know, like to go down on you knowing that another guy was there? I mean, these are just the things I've heard from other people, you know, guys and yeah, like your husband. That. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He loves that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he loves that. He loves to like to be able to go down on me after another guy has been down there and he loves to like to to come inside me and say, you know, I'm coming inside you now. I'm going to reclaim your pussy. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And you have the videos or the pictures or whatever that guy has experienced and he watches them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't always like to watch them myself because I always think, I always get a bit like, oh, my God. (laughs) But he just loves to watch them and he's got so many of these videos on his phone that he can just, you know, he's got got it all there ready for him to watch. And what is your type? I mean, like, does does looks matter or is it more so how big their dicks are, you know, like, or is it the whole package (laughs) for you? Um, like for me, it's got to be like, they've got to have like a good size cock and they have to like, just not be a dick, you know, like have a good sort of personality and not be, not just, just be like a good person basically. And just, and it, and be reasonably good looking as well. Like, you know, look after yourself type thing. Right. And what about age range? I mean, is it all across the board, the guys that you see and how, you know, around what age are you like, what do you like older guys, younger guys, guys around your age or, you know, all of the above? Usually like they're all around, you know, they're all about my age. They're mm-hmm. all like, you know, mid thirties. The one that I, there was one that I saw two weeks ago and he's 40 Mm-hmm. He's like 40 this year, I think. And so he's the oldest guy that I have um, played with so far. And as far as race, is it all across the board too? Or do you have a preference? Um, I've only, I've never been with uh, anyone that's not um, Australian, I suppose. Right. 
So white, always white. That's what but, I like. Right. Oh yeah, always white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but and I do have a thing for like men in uniform. There was a really really fun experience with um, a firefighter in a hotel and. He also was very well hung, and he made me come the quickest than every any man has ever made me come. Like come? I was riding him, like so. It was just I don't know. It was just something that just came over me, and I was riding him. And honestly, it only took thirty seconds, and I have never come that quickly with a man before mm-hmm. ever. Was it because he was so, so well hung? Was, was it because he was wearing his uniform? I mean, what? What the heck was it about <laughs> that firefighter? I mean, they do tend to be really fucking hot. I don't know what it is about firefighters. They uh, are very good I don't looking. Know what it is? Yeah, they're super good looking, and he's a really nice guy as well. But it was like the best sex of my life. I would go out on a limb and say, like, I think it was just knowing he was a firefighter was just like all I needed. Oh, so right. So just even knowing that he's not wearing his uniform, but it's the fact that he's a man that wears uniform and that's what you dig. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that I saw most recently, he's a police officer. And so he would send me photos of him in his uniform and he just knew that that's what I liked. Right. And now does your guy have a type or is it mostly like, oh, they just want he, because he likes a little bit of the humiliation that he just wants these guys to be well hung. Yeah, yeah. He likes him to be well hung so that he knows that I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then he likes him to be well hung so that they kind of, I don't know, I don't know if this is too much information or what, but he likes him to like, you know, really stretch me out a bit so that when he gets a turn, he can tell that it's been a good time for me. Right. Interesting. I don't know that I've ever heard that before, but I'm sure a lot of cocks feel the same way, you know, because that's what it's that's what it's all about for the cock. Right. They'd want to know. They want to fucking know. They want to know. And and he, he get, he's disappointed if it's not like straight away and it's not still fresh. Oh, my God. Hilarious. And how small is your husband? <laughs> but how small is your husband? He's probably like, I reckon, five inches, maybe. Mm-hmm. And no girth? Not much, no. Not much at all. Right. But does all of this stuff that you're doing outside of the marriage with these other guys, like, add to it so that, because I would wonder if, you know, here you are getting stretched out by these guys that are super well hung. Sometimes <laughs> it might be hard to then go home and fuck the guy that doesn't <laughs> fill you up at all. But is it so hot with your husband because you have these, you know, these experiences beforehand? Does that add to it? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because then, you know, it's all these these fantasies that are realities and they kind of play out in your head. And, and then, you know, like when, when, when him, my husband and I are having sex, he will ask me to tell him things about my experiences with yeah. these other men. Yeah. And it really gets him off. He just loves it. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of women out there because I feel like I was once asked by a guy like, oh, does this person, he knew I had sex with somebody else and he was kind of like, is his dick bigger than mine or not? I was like, no, definitely not. But then I was thinking, you know, now that I've been doing my show so much and I hear all this crazy shit that I'm like, you know, maybe I gave him the wrong answer, but never in a woman's wildest fantasy in the regular vanilla world think that the right answer would be like, yeah, he was so much bigger than you. But yet there is this whole world that these, that is the right answer, you know, and you would never think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. That's what some men, they love it. They get off on the humiliation. And, and like, you know, for my husband, he has his own business. So he's the boss and he is always in charge of giving people jobs and things to do. And so I feel like in a way for, for him in the bedroom, for what happens, it's like his release kind of thing, you know, because the roles mm-hmm. are completely reversed. Totally. They say that in BDSM a lot of times, you know, that really hardcore CEO is the guy that's getting fucking whipped by the dom, you know, in the, you know, on the DL, because it's the way, the only way he releases all of that pressure that's on his back during the day. So it's that switch. I mean, it's not always the case, but a lot of times that person is the one who is submissive. It's the opposite of what you would think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like your guy is the switch. Now, I mean, for you, 
is there anything on your bucket list? I mean, here you are doing all this stuff. Like, I mean, where do you go from here? Like, do, have you ever had two guys? Do you think about that? Is there anything like in your future that you're like interested in doing because now you've opened up this world and you have this open relationship? Is there anything you haven't experienced yet that yeah, you want to? Um, yeah, like I think definitely like a – you know, an MFM with um, with two guys that aren't my husband that are both like real, like reasonably big size. I think is definitely on my list. Uh-huh. You know, I've never like my husband and I, both of us, we've never experienced a swingers club, so that's definitely something that we would like both like to probably try at some point. Right, I'm surprised. Um, and I think, and I and I think that maybe. I might like to try being a unicorn at one point, maybe. Another girl you mean. on my list. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like mean to a couple, to a couple. Oh, you want to be the unicorn? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you might bring one in. Okay, right. You're not into that. I think we've already <laughs> established that. You're, so, you're not so much into seeing your guy with a woman or anything but you would like to maybe go into a couple now yeah now how you have you ever been hit up on any of those websites from couples not on any of those websites really because I guess what I'm looking you know what we what I say I'm looking for is right a hot wife looking for guys yeah uh like I went I have been to like um when I was out with girlfriends one night there was this Brazilian couple that I got talking to at a gay bar and they were like wanting me to go home with them Mm mm-hmm but you didn't. And I was like, oh. Well, I didn't because I was with my friends and they didn't oh, really right, right, know right. What, my, uh, what, yeah. my side, what my side hobby is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, but in different circumstances I might have. Been open to it. Yeah, totally. But I just think like, yeah, I just feel – like there's still so much out there to experience and, you know, I've been pretty, I've been really lucky with, you know, the experiences I've had so far and it's just been really good fun and, you know, all those years of me saying to my girlfriends, oh, no, no, like big big cocks are just so overrated and I just didn't even know what I was missing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I asked was it hard to go back to something because I do think – you know, when you get, you know, your quote unquote fill, that feeling, yeah. you know, and if you get off on yeah. that and then you wire yourself to feel that to orgasm, it is maybe hard sometimes, but I feel like you and your husband are doing such naughty things together that, you know, whatever, you got that guy before him and then you go yeah. home and fuck him so you don't need him to be big too, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It would just wear me out, I think, wear me out too much. <laughs> Yeah, but you have, you sort of have your cake and eat it too. I mean, as far as your, and your husband, and I hear this a lot from Cox, like, you know, because sometimes people will be like, oh, it's not fair that she gets to fuck other guys. Why doesn't he get someone? But a lot of times, and most of the time what I hear is that, you know, that's exactly what everybody wants in this kind of situation. The hot wife just wants to fuck other guys. She doesn't necessarily want her guy with other women. Sometimes she does, but typically the cuck just wants her his girl with another guy. She doesn't he doesn't really have that desire like to go out and be with other women himself. I mean, is your yeah. guy fine with just this? I think I asked you that already before, but what was Yeah, he's he's totally totally fine with it. He just says that he doesn't really he doesn't really feel the need to he feels like he got that out of his system when he was younger so <laughs> yeah and then this is the variety that maybe he likes like I said a lot of people will be like that's not fucking fair it's like it doesn't it doesn't need to be fair it needs to be like whatever that yeah. couple is down for whatever, and interested in whatever works yeah 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 it, yeah it works for him you're probably giving him the best sex of his life because he loves this kind of stuff so what more would he be looking for? Um, you already established exactly. for you, it wouldn't work really for him to be with other women. You don't want that. And so if he's fine with that, who the no. fuck cares? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, you have to be very open-minded to, I mean, it's it's a hard thing to try and get your head around, but you have to be pretty open-minded and a lot of people just don't understand. It's I- just really quite different. I also think, you know, you and your husband being together since you were really young 
plays into it yeah. because there's a foundation that a lot of times people don't have or haven't yet established. You know, I mean, you guys have been together since you were like barely formed as people, you know, <laughs> and you've been through so exactly. much that I think, yeah, I think sometimes the, those kind of couples could weather through things more just because there's more time spent and there's more security in that relationship because you've just been together for so long since the get-go whereas a lot of times couples of three years in you know it could cause a lot of problems and there could be a lot of more insecurities because I think the biggest fear underneath sort of opening things up a lot of times is like you know all the things that could happen like what if you do cop feelings what if you start liking somebody else what if I can't fucking handle it what if you don't tell me you know I mean you guys have been you guys actually besides being together for so long you also had a lot of you did go through issues and you resolved them, you know, the affairs and the cheating yeah. and that kind of stuff. So you kind of were like been there, done that everything. So now here you are totally opening up and it works for you. And there is no issues between your you and your guy as far as what you guys are doing. It works. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the key is just like honesty. You just have to be so transparent and so honest for it to work. Right. But you didn't start out that way. I mean, there wasn't, there was dishonesty. Yeah. It it was dishonesty on both parts and mistrust. And, you know, like I think in a lot of ways, you know, he, we both felt like our needs weren't being met in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this is kind of, you know, being this honest and it's, it really is what you guys needed. You know, maybe that dishonesty was what, was showing you what was missing. Yeah, you know? I, could, I can't, I can't see that it would have opened it up to this if that had not been for that. So, even though it was a pretty shitty thing to go through at the time, I yeah. feel like without that, this would never have happened. You That's know, I would always mm-hmm. still be the church girl. <laughs> right. So his cheating, and then your cheating, and then the threesome, and all that kind of stuff that you guys played around with because of the infidelity led you to being this open, which is, you know, something you'd never expect, but it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of people think, you know, if someone cheats, it's like you have to break up straight away. That's it. You can't work things out, but you know, you can, you can get through these things and you know, life can be pretty damn fun. Yeah, I had a, one of my most favorite episodes was like this Mormon couple who his wife cheated on him. And then I'm not going to tell the whole story, but at the end and now they're like open relationship swingers doing everything, you know. So not only was he able to get past it, he was able to, you know, they it, it changed the game. And, you know, they're completely different people yeah. with a completely different relationship and it really worked. And it's just, you know, everyone takes situations like that and, you know, they wind up in different places. I love the story where it winds up like this because a lot of times there is cheating and it does ruin a marriage and every situation is different and sometimes that's the right thing for people to move in opposite directions but for you guys it wasn't I feel like it was very you know I could understand you saying listen we've been together for so long so maybe I could understand that he just needed somebody else because you know he hadn't really lived his life before you know maybe that's not going to work for somebody else because like I said it's different circumstances but for you guys this is exactly what happened and I think it's a great story because it does have like a happy ending are you going to be able to send me any anonymous pics of you I mean like you know just so people could get some sort of visual never a faces I never want any faces (laughs) I'm sure I can send you a few. Okay, so send me a couple. <laughs> I've got a pretty good lab. I've got a good library happening. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Nothing X-rated. I always say you can send me R-rated. Like sexy pics is fine, but I don't do anything X-rated on my Patreon. But if people want to see like a visual, get a little visual of a hot wife, Haley. That would be really great. They could go to Patreon. You send this in. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. And send me those pics. I'll post them up. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Haley. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.